I love reading about capital M E N men because I just think that it, we don't exist anymore. It's like an extinct creature, like the dodo. You're listening to the Dude Nature Podcast. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Dude Nature Podcast, the Boosted Edition. I'm here in in our mother's living room with my brother, Adam. Adam, say hi to the people. Hi, everyone. Hi, everybody. Got booster shot yesterday. I feel definitely don't feel great today. The, the Boosted Edition. From right for the fucking pod. Yeah. Hey, boosted. Adam. Boosted Edition. Yep. What gripes do you have? Well, I'm not going to talk about the corona travel things, because that's not really a gripe, is it? I think you can, you, you can let people in on what's going on with you in Portugal. I think it's interesting. I don't think it's really a gripe because it's not petty enough, right? I don't think it's petty enough to be a gripe. That's my thing. So I'm going to skip that. My gripe. I don't get that about about the gripes. I know. I know you don't. I just, it's I just know. something that sucks. A gripe is just something that sucks no. in general. No. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Okay. A gripe is something that is petty and sucks. So my gripe today is my MHS, which is mom's house syndrome, has gotten <laughs> really bad. Your MHS? My MHS, where I can't put two thoughts together in my brain inside of mom's house so i have to leave mom's house to just do basic life stuff now like to go do personal finances because when you're you in your mom's to to house, coffee shop you're just going you go down into infant phase right because you're i go less of an adult I, I and go, more the embryo you're yeah, like you're go. like going back like benjamin button yeah i go i go button i go full button <laughs> benjamin button yeah <laughs> so my mhs is really bad what's your gripe my gripe is when people say the other day we were hanging out playing playing a board game, and one of my friends who will remain not who will remain non named Scamp Alexa Garrett, right? She, if she, she had said, a name, it would be she, Scamp Garrett. She, if, she, if she had a name, it would be Alexa Garrett Scamp. She said, "Stopping so judgmental," and I realized that a huge gripe I have is when people say, "Stop judging, stop judging me, stop being judgmental." You're judging. You're being judgy. I just it, it makes no sense. It makes no logical sense because every single situation that we do as a human being. Or that you're part of, people are judging. Life is about judging situations, making a decision, right? Life is all judgy. And so I don't understand. I'm I'm always judging. I'm always judging everything that you do, everything another person does or says. And everyone's always judging you for saying stuff. So when people say stop being judgmental, it doesn't make any fucking sense because everything is judgy because we live in the world. Turn my headphones up a bit. Thanks, Chief. Thanks, Chief Keith. La 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 No. Yeah. Let's play a game. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Which Dr. Seuss book will no longer be published according to the business that runs the estate of Seuss? Okay. Which Dr. Seuss book will no longer be published according to the state of Seuss? Yeah. Is it, um, well, it's a great next to him is fine. Like, which one is not woke enough, basically? There are six books 
that are no longer going to be published in the future. Okay. Is it something to do with Whoville? It is If I Ran the Zoo, published in 1950, and I think I saw it on Mulberry Street, 1937. Why? What's the reason? They, I think that they said that they put people, humans, in uncomfortable situations. What do they mean by that? I don't know. I didn't look into it too hard. I think that's what they mean. They're, you know, do, have you read I Saw It on Mulberry Street? I have not read them. Okay. I've not read them. Well, it's a Dr. Seuss book, right? So it's for five-year-olds. Right. <laughs> right, but adults can also With enjoy awesome them, Adam. pictures. You ever, see, books. you ever see fucking Aquaman? Yeah. Let me tell you, I had to watch Aquaman last night. Yeah, tell me about Aquaman. It, it, the plot is, it is kind of for a five-year-old. What's the plot of but Aquaman? A lot of, <laughs> it's so stupid. Let me tell you, I watched Aquaman. My girlfriend, she won't speak to me because all she wants to do is have sex with Jason Momoa. That's yeah. the problem with Aquaman. Does your girlfriend ever watch something with a really attractive male in it, and it takes like a, a week or two for them to like come back to liking you again? You ever have that happen? What? Why does she have a thing for Momoa? She has, Momoa? She has, I think most women. She has a thing for Momoa. Most women have a thing. He's for a Momoa. very good-looking man. He's yeah. super big. He's full of whimsy. He's fucking charisma. Jacked. He's also wi- he's also whimsical, right? Yeah. And so then she turns over, and it's me, right? And it takes a while to. For put her the, to adjust. To, to put the to Jason adjust. down, put the Jason away, and to come back to me. Put Momoa down and come back to the Jew. And Jumoa. To come back to the Jumoa. Aqua Jew? <laughs> that's, that's what I've been saying. Every time I got out of the shower, I say it's Aqua Jew. Um, Saudi Arabia banned camels from a camel beauty contest for what? These are all things that happened last year. A camel beauty contest? Yeah. Saudi Arabia banned camels from a camel beauty contest for doing what? How are they going to have a camel beauty contest without camels? No, no, no. There's camels in the camel beauty contest. In the beauty contest, there's yeah, camels. Yeah, it's a big big deal. Let me tell you. The prize money for winning the best camel, so best hump is a category, best outfit, best posture, it's $60 million. Wait, wait, wait. If a camel wins? Yeah. The owner gets $60 million? Yeah, yeah. Okay, but do you understand what I'm saying? You're saying they're banning camels from the camel beauty contest. They didn't ban the camel. They disqualified the camel. Okay, there we go. <laughs> why? Why do you think they just they disqualified the camel? Uh, spitting on someone? No, uh, because some of the camels had Botox surgery done on them to make them look better. <laughs> yeah, to make them look better. That's hysterical. Yeah, yeah. I would have put water in the hump. Cheaters. Yeah, well, cheaters. That, cheaters. So you would inject the hump with water. So yeah, like biggest hump, already done that probably. Biggest hump gets like sixty million dollars or silicone. You said this is in Saudi Arabia. Remember plastic surgery for your camel? Yeah, this is right. Saudi Arabia. You don't need it for your wife because she's because she's covered in a burqa. She's covered, right? But your camel, your camel's not covered. Everyone can see your camel. Everyone can see your camel, not your wife, but your uh, camel. An Italian man tried to get out of a COVID vaccine by doing what? I don't know. Tell me. By wearing a fake arm. He had an arm made out of silicone. <laughs> and, then he, and then he went in. And, and then got, he went in to get the, get the vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> why is someone so smart? I don't know why he just take why the vaccine. Why didn't he just not go in? Is it because in other countries you like socially have to go in? I think yeah. In this country, in this country, like you can just be an anti-vaxxer. You can be just like, be an anti-vaxxer. It's fine. Many you, you get to join the club. <laughs> but in other countries, it's Wait, not okay. In this country, if you're an anti-vaxxer, you actually get a bunch of friends. <laughs> you can be an like anti-vaxxer, it. and you get you get to join this whole community, this whole group. They all hate the vaccine too. You get to like be in. <laughs> I guess in other countries they're like you're an idiot. You got to go in with the silicone arm. But not arm. in this one. You got to pretend to get it. You at least have to pretend to get it. No, in this one, if you're an anti-vaxxer, you actually get a bunch of friends. <laughs> now, what was our topic today? Our, our topic today is year 2021 science review. We're gonna go into every cool scientific discovery that happened in 2021. I'm gonna go into the Perseverance rover on Mars, life on Enclidius, 
which is definitely not how you say it. it, it Enceladus. It's probably Enceladus. It's it's a moon of Saturn. Life on a moon of Saturn, and uh, the world's first malaria vaccine. And then what are you going to go into? I'm going to talk about President Joe, Joseph something Biden. That's right. And what he did in the last year for climate change specifically, because that's what a big thing that he ran on. So we wanted a personal update on that. And now we're going to share. So it. you're giving you're giving the Joe update on the cli- on his climate stuff. This is pretty much the Joe update. We, we I, we've needed the Joe update because last year, or when he got elected, we did what are was were his plans, right? Right. What did he do the first thirty days in office? What were his plans? Now we're going to find out if he actually delivered on anything like that. Right. This podcast is sponsored by the Four Sigmatic Coffee. Whatever you guys are drinking, whatever coffee you're drinking, tea you're drinking. Alcohol you're drinking, if you were drinking Four Sigmatic coffee, you would have less of a come down. You would have more work. You'd Harder do more, nipples. more productivity. More sex. Uh, go to foursigmatic.com. Use offer code Dude Nature. That is Dude Nature. All one word, no exclamation mark, to get 10% off your Four Sigmatic coffee. Also, ladies and gentlemen, if you could for the podcast, um, if you got any feedback, feedback for us, if you listen to an episode and you're like, this is definitely wrong, just write us. Mm-hmm. Write us on the Instagram. Yeah. If you listen to an episode and you're like, Enceladus, Enceladus, it's actually spelled Enchilada, you know, the moon of Saturn. Or it's Encladius. Or Encladius, right? Right. Then go to donature.com and there's a form that says, say what's up above it. There's a form right there. You just fill it out with your email and your little comment and you press send and we'll get that. So if we say something wrong or you were really into something that we were talking about and you want to drop us a line, maybe something really cool that you know about that we would never know about, which is a lot of stuff, just let us know. Yeah, or if you just want to hit us up. Also, let me say, if you play Halo and you want to play Halo with us, yep. we will be doing Halo times. I don't know when we're going to do it, but just hit, us up, just hit us up on the Instagram and we'll fucking play Halo what's with your, you. What's your My gamertag is the Kush Knight. My gamertag is Barnacle Hunter. Barnacle so Hunter. So friend us on there and we'll play some just Halo friend us and we'll play some Halo. Let's go. Feedback in Halo. Adam, in, in beginnings that don't suck, you have six seconds. Tell us everything we need to know to enjoy the episode. Are you ready? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Three, two, one, go. Noah, another year is in the books. In 2021, yeah, it may, is. may not have been the year that we exactly wanted. No, it wasn't. But it was definitely the year that we got. Yeah, it was. We had some space exploration. We had some UFO stuff. We had a bunch of cool discoveries, including an indestructible beetle being used to influence airplane turbine design. And furthermore, Joseph B. tried to do some climate stuff. Elon Musk did do some rocket stuff. And we are here to wrap it all up. And so Noah, yep. Love this new music. As a sign for 2022, for some reason, our volume is very sensitive today. Extra sensitive. Is that a good sign or a bad I don't know. sign? I don't know what to make of it. All right. It's a sign. Anyway, the theme is, although I did have done nothing really productive over the last two years, yeah. um, that doesn't mean that science also did nothing. Right. Right. So while my life, I haven't done anything really, science, science are under- actually has done a lot. Our understanding of nature, the laws of nature and physics. Yeah, science has actually done a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, we're going to start off with the Perseverance rover on Mars. Why is the Perseverance rover on Mars a big deal, Adam? Perseverance rover on Mars was the, is the first rover whose primary mission was to search for signs of ancient life. Before I go there, in February of 2021, the NASA landed an unmanned wheelie robot on Mars. Yes, they've landed them before. Mm-hmm. Okay? 
but they've never landed one with the capabilities of this one, and they've never landed one that who's literally the whole mission is to find if there was ancient life there. Of Perseverance? Yes, of the Perseverance rover. So February it landed, okay? The rover has a drone in it. And we mm. actually went over this when it, when it happened. But the rover has a helicopter drone. So basically, the drones you're flying, that people fly, they're super fucking annoying. Yeah. The Perseverance has one. It, it launches it and takes sick pictures of ancient lake beds and all the stuff. But the coolest thing that the Perseverance rover has done, and since we first talked about it, it's successfully done this, is that it is the first rover to actually drill, to collect drilling samples on Mars. And why is that a big deal is because this rover is actually able to get to soil and debris that has been untouched by the atmosphere so we can, we can have a better look at what Mars looked like in the past. It's uh, the first rover to be able to drill. It's the first rover to be able to drill. C- c- just to try and explain how crazy this is. Tip drill. Yeah. Tip drill. T-I. T-I-P? Yeah. Not enough T-I being listened to before the podcast. Yeah, no. By the way. I can tell. Paper Trails, best album. Yeah. Um, just to say how like crazy I find this, a drill rig, mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone's going to find this interesting. I used to have to clean up gas stations. One of my jobs as a geologist. Mm-hmm. The drill rig you have to use to drill down into a gas station to get to sample where the sep- the tanks are. Basically, underneath a gas station is humongous tanks, mm-hmm. and they hold all the gas. When you close a gas station, you have to get rid of those tanks. Okay. Um, the drill is like as big as two cars. Right? Okay. The rover has a drill inside of its arm that's able to drill. Yeah. So it's the same technology, just fucking miniature. Okay. What's it's, it made out of? Is it a diamond drill? Diamond tipped? I don't know. I don't know. The crazier thing to me is the is like the pistons mm-hmm. to power. So basically what, what the rover has done is that it goes over to rocks, like a big rock. Yeah. Okay. It's, it puts its arm on the rock, and it just drills down into the rock to get to the middle of the rock. Oh, cool. Yeah. So... The first time I did this, it failed, mm-hmm. which was a big fucking deal because NASA spent about $3 billion on this thing. And if it wasn't going to be able to drill, it was going to be really bad, right? So the, luckily, the second attempt, it was able to drill. And it's going to take 36 total core samples from the river. It land, Where it landed is a old river delta. Okay. So it's like the highest probability that life existed there. What we think of as an old river delta. What we think of as an old river delta. But we don't really know what it is. Okay. Okay. Um, it looks like a carved out canyon or something. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, part of the, they call the the drone that they launched the Ingenuity helicopter. Mm-hmm. Not, their naming is not too creative. I mean to say. Really? You don't like Perseverance? I actually do. You're right. Because Endurance, Shack, Shackleton, right? Hey, by the Shack way, Daddy. you guys want a good book? Shackleton Endurance, we're reading it. It's fucking good. Was yeah written in the sixties. His writing is amazing. It's great. Yeah, I'm a writer. It's great. Um, so they launched the Ingenuity helicopter. The anus. The and then I they sailed. They yet. sailed. The I'm anus. trying to get back to Mars. The I, Nimrod I and the anus. Nimrod. The yeah. Nimrod. Two of the ships. Let me tell you. Shackleton. Shackleton was a leader of men. Okay. Right. An absolute leader of men. And then the book goes on to describe the absolute men that he had on the ship with him. Right. And there were a capital M men. Men that don't exist nowadays. Some of them. Soft ass men like me and you. They went to the Arctic like three or four times. Right? No, no, no. These are men that, that, that had done the last like five years of their lives. They had mostly been freezing, freezing, getting frostbite. Mm-hmm. And when Shackleton was like, hey, hey, boys, we're going back again. They were like, sign me up. <laughs> yeah. They're like, fuck yeah, we're going back again. Right. Where I find, with my MHS, mom's house syndrome, I find it hard to put my pants on in the morning sometimes. Right. Yeah. 
and Shackleton's team is trying to figure out who they're going to eat. <laughs> right. Right? Let me just... This is one story from Shackleton. Did you get the part with the stowaway? Kind of, Shackleton's journey, basically, he gets he gets trapped on the ice, and then he, he has to lead his man across the ice to safety in this huge journey. Yeah. Basically, at one point, Shackleton finds a stowaway on his ship. Yeah. They haul the stowaway before Shackleton. Shackleton is <laughs> right. this is this big dude, is like a big dude and just like a famous leader. They haul him before Shackleton, and he says, if we have to eat people, we're eating you first. That's what he says to him. That's all he says. So he's like, "Go, up, you're fine on the ship, but if we have to fucking eat people, we're eating you. Why would you? Can, can you pick a better ship to stow away on? Why would you want to stow away on a ship that's going to the Arctic to cross the Arctic? What the no, fuck I, is that? I, that part's not that explained. That was dumb. That was so dumb. Not explained. Because these dudes were fucking capital M men. They like adventure. But all he had to do was say, what's up, Shaq? Like, I want to go. He didn't. The interview process was, you know, if Shackleton thought you were funny, you would be going on the ship. No, well, Sha- well the thing was that Shackleton had an intuition for people. He did. He just fucking he, knew. I love that. He, Why he do knew you right away whether they'd be, they'd be a good person. I know. <laughs> I love that they haul the stowaway before him. Imagine if someone at your company was being a dick and they got hauled before the CEO and the CEO is like, listen, listen, this company starts to go down. I'm going to fire you first. I'm going gonna, gonna to eat you first. It didn't really work the analogy. Never mind. We're going back to the perseverance. I don't really, can I, before we go back to the perseverance, can we stay with the endurance? One the, thing I have to say about the, the book. Tell people what the endurance the was. The endurance is his ship. Shackleton's Shack ship. Daddy's ship. Yeah. yeah. Along with the anus, like I was saying, in the Nimrod. Okay. <laughs> The one thing about the endurance is they have a lot of people on the ship. Let me ask you this: who have a lot of Arctic experience, right? Yes. Clearly, yeah. a lot of officers who have Arctic experience. Shackleton himself has Arctic experience. So my question is, why did they then get stuck in the ice? Don't we have people that are like, this is a bad idea on the ship? I didn't really get that. That's one thing I didn't get is why that happened. Yeah, I can't. I haven't got. I. I just. I. I can't say. I know the answer to that. I don't know the answer. Here's what happened, listeners: is the ship gets stuck inside of a giant ice sheet. He then they have to get off the ship. ship. They have to. Shackleton basically. We didn't ruin the book. That's the beginning of the book. Nothing was ruined. Shackleton leads them to safety through throughout through the Arctic. It's not Mm. ruining. Everyone knows that story, but it's the story of it. Yeah. Okay. No. Yeah. Anyway, I just just kind of just finish with the perseverance. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. It landed in a river delta. The drone has taken photos of Mars that we've never had before, and mm-hmm. it basically showed that there was running water here. What we think was running how, water. How? What's the evidence for that? By looking at the land, by by taking looking at the landmark and seeing like old river flows. Okay, so carved out canyons. Carved out canyons. Like river delta. River flows. What it, when it's drilling into the rock, what is it looking for specifically? Is it looking for Organisms looking for soil. The, it, yeah, that's a good question. The issue is that if we take a, uh, a sample, uh, if we take a sample from the surface, which we've done before, the problem is that it's been affected by the atmosphere, so we don't know what conditions were like thousands uh, yeah, of years okay. ago on Mars. Okay. By drilling into a rock that's been there for fifty thousand years, mm. we're able to get a. We're able to then take that sample back and analyze it and get a picture of what was what was it like there. I just think about what Nick Bostrom said, right? If we do find life on Mars, it would be the worst headlines ever printed in a newspaper. Right. Explain explain why. Because if we do find life on Mars, that means that one of the bad conditions in the Fermi paradox are true. That means that we have a great filter ahead of us, 
right? That we're all going to go extinct or it means we blow ourselves up. It means that there, there was lots of life in the, the universe, but basically it can't sustain itself and that it kills itself somehow. I like that. Or the super predator. Since you did a big, uh, a big dick quote, I'm going to do a big dick. Yeah, go ahead. Go Carl, ahead. Just show it. See your dick. Yeah. Let's let me, let me show you my dick. Yeah. Let me let's show it, it to you. Carl Sagan. Oh yeah. Th- th- Who's that? Showing you my wiener. Yeah, the famous person, science yeah. person. Yeah, uh huh. <laughs> Good job so far. Yeah, he also said that what's equally terrifying. It's equally terrifying if we find life on Mars, or if we don't find life on Mars, and we actually might be the only people in the universe. Both, both, um, both things being the only one in the universe and being in a universe full of other creatures is both terrifying. Oh yeah, the silence of the night sky is golden. Was that him? Oh, oh, your dick! That's my dick. You yeah. brought there your dick my back. Dick. My dick's back. My dick's back. Your dick's back. Also, can I? Just, can we name the next rover the Anus? <laughs> the Anus was the one NASA, of Shackleton's ships. NASA launches a new rover called the Anus to follow up the perseverance. Our, <laughs> I love reading about capital M E N men because I just think that it, we don't exist anymore. It's like an extinct creature, like the dodo. It is. Like an explorer like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the rock samples from the Perseverance rover, they are not going to get back to Earth until 2031. Okay, why is that? Because we have to basically go collect it. We have to go collect the ro- I'm not sure how they're going to collect the rover, but it's going to be a while till we get that thing back. The rover. Yeah, it's going to take 30... Se- what it does is it ta- once it takes the core sample, it stores it inside of its body in like a sealed... I don't know, some kind of sealed area. It's going to take 36 of them and return in 2031. Okay. Okay. Cool. More space stuff. Okay. Life on en- en- Enceladus. That's what I'm calling it. It's a moon of Saturn. Okay. Mm-hmm. Get over it. Do you know how many moons Saturn has, by the way? Five? Saturn has 82 moons. Oh, my God. Okay. 82 moons. It's crazy. So, yeah, that makes sense because whenever someone talks about the moons of X... It's always a new moon that I haven't heard of. There's so many fucking moons. There's 82 moons of Saturn. Okay. Um, so, again, this happened this year. But in to start the story, in 2005 to 2017, the space probe known as Cassini flew around. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's Cassini. Fle- yeah, flew around Saturn's moons and documented shit about them. Okay. Okay. The most interesting moons of Saturn so Titan. far are Titan. Very good. Yep. And Enceladus. Yeah, Enchilada. Enchilada. Okay, <laughs> that's what I'm calling so it. So the anus flew around. No, <laughs> Cassini <laughs> flew around. It took, it took pictures of Titan and Enchilada. Mm. The reason that they're so in- interesting is because they are gigantic ice balls. And they might have liquid water buried underneath all of that ice. Also, if you look at pictures of them, you can see like clear like what looks like river flows underneath the ice. They're not just like a ball of white. It's a ball of white with like striations in it and some... Darker blue striations, right? And there might even be a giant sea creature living underneath the ice, or a whole right. civilization under there, right? You know. So, um, one thing about enchilada, yeah, and again, enchilada is enchilada. I'm just gonna call it enchilada. Mm-hmm. Enchilada, it shoots water vapor into the atmosphere that goes so high. So, water vapor, like if you look at the planet, there's just a plume of vapor shooting out from the ice. Plume, yeah, and it actually goes so far into space that the Cassini space probe flew directly through the water vapor. Whoa. Yeah. Um, now let's go to this year. Let's go to the recent developments. On June 18th, 2021, a group of biologists led by Antonin Affolder, they published an article analyzing the methane produced by enchilada. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when the, when the probe th- flew through this water vapor, it detected tons and tons of methane in it. Yeah. And one of the interesting things about methane is that it comes from living creatures. 
Okay, yeah. Okay. And so after doing after this dude this year did he did a exhaustive analysis, Antonin Affolder, about the methane content. Mm-hmm. He determined that the amount of methane detected in the spray is not able to be produced by inorganic chemistry alone. And what, oh, he, whoa. what he means by that is that if there's not actual creature without actual creatures there producing the methane, you would not be able to get that much methane. How did he figure out that that I don't know. had math. to come from math, science, a creature, math, science? He did, he he looked at the, he looked at the data. Wait, how is one methane different than another methane? It's the same thing, right? But you're saying that all, amount, meth- all methane has to come from a living no, not creature. All, not all methane, but the amount of methane. Okay. Like, let's say that he when the when the probe flew through, it was like I'm going to take this cubic centimeter. Yeah. And and look at the atmosphere inside of that cubic centimeter of the water mm-hmm. vapor. Yeah. The mm-hmm. density of methane in that area. It's too dense for it to be created from just inorganic chemistry, so just not creatures. Okay. Wow. So wow. okay. okay. So he said that there have he says <gasps> there have to be some kind of organisms respirating to cause that amount of methane. Wow. Okay. Which is a fucking big. When did deal. he say that? This year. That said that this year. In Who is this dude? What, what are what are his creds? I don't know, but it's 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 been published. It's it's in Nature Astronomy. It was published. It's been peer reviewed a lot, and it is. It's a good one. It's a good. It's a good article. That's that's it's okay. Good thought. Okay, good so thought. so the so the it. Nimrod found a l- bunch of methane. Now you're confusing the shit out of people. It's the yeah. Cassini space probe. Yeah, flying AKA, around AKA Ancelotta. the Nimrod. I'm not, yeah, <laughs> AKA the Nimrod flying around Ancelotta. <laughs> yeah, okay, that found it. <laughs> um, the, he says the kind of organism that could easily explain the amount of methane produced is called a methanogen. Methanogens. They are one of the oldest and simplest creatures on Earth. Many of them exist around hydrothermal vents deep in the oceans. Uh-huh. They eat the carbon dioxide and hydrogen coming off, off the vents, and they turn it into methane. Right. Yeah, and then there's other creatures So he says them. that maybe under Enchilada, there are hydro- hydrothermal vents, and there are these creatures respirating there that is causing this amount of methane. Unfucking real That's How un- cool is that? That is unfucking Super fucking real. cool. That's Super unreal. fucking real. Cool. Maybe we'll find some alien fish eating those methogens. Around around Dude, events, we might see some fucking crazy alien shit eating eating those. But like, think about how hard that we can't we can barely get to the hydrothermal vents of our own planet, <laughs> and then right. we gotta land on that planet, drill through the ice. Yeah, yeah, and then you know it's 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 gonna be a while. Right, if we can't you know if we can't do step one, get through COVID, it's gonna be hard <laughs> right. to like drill right. through step the ice. One, of right, Titan. if we can't get more than fifty percent of the U.S. population to take the cure for COVID, then it seems like that's gonna be difficult, right? To do, yeah, drilling through the ice of Titan. Right, it seems like that step is gonna be that's what step that step right step, a thousand step, step a thousand. one is just just take the cure. Yeah, the cure, the cure. Okay, um, talking about vaccines. Something that was totally swept under the rug this year, but is it's possibly more important in the long run, is that the world's first malaria vaccine was uh, backed by the World Health Organization, and you could basically say that it was developed this year. Even though it wasn't developed this year, it was waiting for the backing from the World Health Organization before widespread distribution, and it got that backing this year. And this is a... I think it, it, is, it is probably... Don't get mad at me, everyone. It's probably a bigger deal than the COVID vaccine. Absolutely is. We, t- we talked about this during the insect invasion episode and how bad malaria is in developing countries. Terrible. Terrible. Malaria is the worst thing that's happening 
in Africa. Okay, I'm just gonna put. I'm gonna put into context how this, this has been totally swept under the rug because of Rona. Yep. I'm gonna put into context how bad malaria is. Okay? Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. So imagine a coronavirus, mm-hmm. but instead of killing old people, this kills children. Yeah. Okay. So imagine Corona killing children, and also imagine that it happens every single year. Not just for the last two years, but it happens literally every year in Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, this has been linked. The, the malaria in Africa is linked to the continued poverty, poverty, the war, the famine of that region. In sub-Saharan Africa, that is where 95% of malaria cases occur. So basically all the cases. 80% of those cases are children. Wow. So many children die from malaria every year. Every two minutes in Africa, a child under five dies of malaria. Yeah. Um, not only that, okay? COVID's been around for two years, right? Mm-hmm. Do you know how long malaria has been terrorizing us for? Mm-hmm. Malaria was det- has been detected in the remains of dead Egyptians since 1304 BC. Yeah. That's how fucking long this shit's been around. Yeah. Malaria's COVID's been around crazy. for like two years. Malaria's been around for thousands of years killing us. It is also mentioned by... Malaria is mentioned by Homer in the Iliad in 740 BC. Mm-hmm. It's mentioned by Aristotle in 384 BC and also mentioned by Plato in 428 BC. Yeah. So this is this is the first time that we really have a vaccine for malaria in basically 3,000 years of malaria killing us. Amazing. It's amazing. It is it is a bigger Wait, deal remember, than the COVID Remember vaccine. when we talked about mosquito control... On an episode a long time ago. Long, long time ago. And there was ago. not a vaccine. Right. There was not. And now there is. And now there is a vaccine. Right. Um, That's amazing. It's How is amazing. it being distributed in Africa right now? Is it? So, well, yeah. No, now it's being distributed. Basically, why is it? So, I was going to... This is a quote from the World Health, Health Organization director on the vaccine, just to show you how big, how big of a thing this is. He said, this is a historic moment. The long-awaited malaria vaccine for children is a breakthrough for science, child health, and malaria control. Using this vaccine on top of existing tools to prevent malaria could save tens of thousands of young lives each year. Uh, Yeah, so it's a really big fucking deal. What will its its impact be? Just really quick. Um, It is, if the vaccine is safe for children, it will protect 30% of severe cases. And while you might say that's not as good as the COVID vaccines, you're right, it's not, but it still will save... It will stop an estimated 5.3 million cases of malaria and 24,000 deaths from children under five in Africa a yearly. Think about 24,000 little babies. That's how many people this vaccine will save every year. Yeah. That's think, think about 3,000 years, all these people dying, and this is the first year that we have a real vaccine for it. Yeah. Big deal. Um, why is it so hard? So why can we make a vaccine for COVID in two years and we... Can't make a va- We haven't been able to make a vaccine for malaria for three thousand years. Yeah, why? Number one, malaria is caused by parasites, not by a virus or bacteria, and that makes it a lot more complex to treat. For example, the largest viruses in the world they have two hundred genes. SARS-CoV-2, which is the virus that causes COVID nineteen, has just eleven genes. Mm-hmm. The malaria parasite P. Falcip, whatever the malaria the malaria par- parasite. It has 5,300 genes. Okay. So it is way more complicated, and it's way harder to make a vaccine for. Okay. How long has this been going on, this undertaking, to come up with the, the vaccine? I think that coming up with the vaccine, they said it was a century. It was 10 years of work. Do you know who did it? What, what group? Yes. It was uh, developed by GlaxoSmithKline, which is a British pharmaceutical company. Okay. Good job. Yeah. So it's fucking 
it's just crazy because it it's been really swept under the rug, but it's 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 a huge deal. Huge deal. It's a huge deal. It's huge. Okay. Okay. All right. Malaria, Nimrod, Perseverance Rover, Titans, Moons. Malaria. So so malaria vaccine happened this year. Yep. Also this year. Saturn's moon enchilada, also known as Enceladus. Yep. Um, they analyzed the methane from it and thought that it has to have some kind of organic life to produce that much methane. And the Perseverance rover Mars is taking some cool samples of Mars that we've never had before. Okay, we're going to take a quick musical break, and after that, it'll be time for the halftime honey. Sir, this is the halftime Hennessy toast where we discuss and celebrate some absurd science in the news that is somehow related to our episode. I find the story had no response to his immediate thoughts. No, what are we drinking today? Today, we are drinking none other than the Starbucks coffee. And I wish it was four sigmatic, right? I have a chai actually. This is a chai latte, which was four sigmatic. But thank you, Starbucks. Thank you, Jack Daniel Starbucks. We appreciate it, Noah. This mm-hmm. happened to my toast, and I raised my glass. Raise your glass. Everyone raise your glasses wherever you are. It goes out to Cup of Noodles. Okay? That's not actually the name of the company. The name of the company is, what is it again? It starts with an N. I'm sure someone knows it. Niskanen or something? Nikken, Nikken, Niskanen, whatever. They make Cup of Noodles. It's ramen. You know. You've eaten ramen before, I'm sure. Okay? This fall, they came out with a pumpkin spice-flavored ramen with fall-colored cups. It's nasty. Okay? The package says... For an even more satisfying pumpkin spice experience, try topping with whipped cream after microwaving. Uh, that's on ramen. Once again, I almost threw out. That sounds fucking disgusting. Yeah, that really happened. So that's college kids are now eating just this pumpkin spice stuff with whipped cream on the top? Yeah. Dude, that's that a fall treat. That sounds horrible. It sounds pretty bad, uh, right? When's the last time you ate ramen? It's the, been a while. The amount of salt would kill you now. <laughs> would it? It would just shrivel you. It's pretty good. I remember it being pretty tasty. Yeah, in college, you're like, this is dank. <laughs> what is can, actually in ramen? In college, you can put whatever you want into There's your no body. There's no protein in there, right? There's just carb. It's Dude, just carb, college, carb city. You just put whatever you want into that body. It doesn't matter. You could just eat dirt. You just eat something. Anything with calories in it. It's it just going to go into the body, and you're going to be fine. Imagine if you had eaten well in college. What would have happened? Ripped. You'd just be super ripped if yeah. you had eaten well. What a shame, right? Right, what a shame. What, what a waste. What right, because now when, you, when I do eat well, it doesn't totally matter. When we get our young bodies, when we're like 80 and we get re-implanted into a young body. Rejuvenation. Rejuvenation, starts. right? Yeah, old, yeah, man, yeah. old man's war. Terrible book. Terrible book. Can you explain what happened in that book? Yeah, terrible, bad sci-fi book. I wouldn't recommend it. But anyway, an old man basically gets rejuvenated and becomes a young soldier. Mm-hmm. And they start having sex. They start banging for a it's few weeks. It's basically bad Starship Troopers. Just read Starship Troopers, which is a better version of it's that bad. book. It's bad Starship Troopers. It is bad. It, it His books are bad. I read another book of his. You I don't like it? it? No. Um, okay. What's Joe been up to? What has this Joe been section. up to? What has Joe been doing? What's, so, to start off with, you remember when we did our episode, Biden's Climate Plan, I think it's called. Yeah. We talked exciting about climate stuff. exciting stuff he did in the first three days. Now what has happened? Canceling the Keystone Pipeline. 
Okay, pausing new leases for oil and gas drilling, curtailing methane emissions from cars, not cars, sorry. Um, on Earth Day, he appointed lots of people with climate policy experience to his cabinet. I remember you talking about this. A couple examples are Shalonda Baker, the Department of Energy. She's author of over a dozen books on clean energy policy and climate change. Rick Spinrad in the Department of Commerce. He's an expert in ocean engineering from the Navy. Like sustainable engineering, so he's he's gathering basically he has the troops. Like, he is like has a lot of sick magic cards. Yeah, he has a lot. He got <laughs> That's like totally it. He got like a bunch of the best magic cards and made a team of them. But it's the first time that someone has brought these people into Congress. It's right? the first into, time someone made a climate, a climate deck, and it's awesome. He has he has the sickest climate deck. Yeah, if you sick. look at these people's bios, they're amazing. Right, and that's why it was sick. It was like what a sick deck. So sick. Okay. But what happened with that day? So when Joe addressed the nation in November 2020, here's what he said. He said his mission was to marshal the forces of science and the forces of hope in the great battles of our time. So how has he done with marshaling the forces of science and hope? How has he done? Okay. We're going to talk about the science part. In June, Biden, Joe, requested to expand the R&D budget of the U.S. government for non-military. They say, they say non-defense. But what they mean is non-military purposes. By $14 billion. So it would be a 17% increase in the amount that we spend on science. And this is a big deal because we've never, we will never have spent this much percentage of the budget on R&D, which is science, since the space race in the 70s. And we hate science, but right. we love so, guns. Uh, we hate science. So since the 70s, if you look at a graph of the percentage of the budget that we spend on, they call it R&D, but it's science, basically. It's been going downhill since the 70s, just like straight down, Great. almost. Perfect. Right, super makes a lot of sense. Great. Right? So now we're at an all-time low, and this would put us back up to the top where we were at the okay, 70s. awesome. So it's a big deal, okay? That is still in flux right now. It's been talked down from $14 billion to $11 million, But it would still- $11 million? $11 billion, sorry. Okay. $11 billion. Yeah. Okay. Is it? But so, is he still trying to get it through? He's still trying to get it through, but right. we haven't gotten it through yet. We haven't gotten it through yet. This is a common theme. Okay. okay. In February, one of the first things he did when he came into office was rejoin the Paris Agreements. You know, you've probably heard of the Paris Agreements a million times, right? Yeah. They're called. I think they're called the Paris Accords. In truth, it's the one where we promise to have net zero emissions by 2050. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What is? What the fuck does net zero mean? Anyway, it means that we take out the same amount of greenhouse gases. That we produce. Right. Greenhouse gases being carbon dioxide and methane. Can I? Because this is such. Re- yeah, go <laughs> this ahead. This reminded me of when you, so zero sum game in the last episode. Uh, zero. You, hate, you hate that saying? Zero sum game. I will tell you the saying I hate. Yeah. Shelter in place. I don't fucking get why it's a saying. Stay home, right? Stay home is two words. Shelter in place is, it doesn't make any sense. Just stay home. Stay home. You I hate when people home. are like, I'm sheltering. It's like, I'm sheltering in place. Shelter in place. Why, Why right. happen to stay home? Why are people staying stay shelter home? in place? It doesn't make any sense. Because it sounds more official. Sheltering people tell me, in place. People tell me I'm, I'm judging them, then they tell me they're sheltering in place. What would sheltering out of place be? I'm sheltering out. Right. I'm, I'm sheltering out of exactly. someone else's house. No, I'm, I'm, I'm actually sheltering out of place. How about just shelter anywhere? No, stay. Like, can you imagine I being like, stay. oh, actually, I sheltered out of place. I stayed. They'd be like, what the fuck does that mean? And you'd be like, what does shelter in place mean? Well, we were hiking on Mount Tam. And there were massive, massive houses, probably $10 million houses near this hiking trail. Yeah. We come back from the hike, and I see 
when we're driving down, do you see the the sign? It said, you know, where uh, on their fence outside of this house. It's just gigantic. That's one of the house. fucking signs that set me off. One of the most gigantic houses. It said, wear a mask, and then there was another sign that said. Shelter in place. It's like, yeah, if I had a twenty million dollar yeah. house, no, I get that it would be much easier have a to million, shelter right. in place. They have like, just they have like outside of a twenty million dollar house. It, it's a not mansion. a house. This is not it's a house. Not a it's house. A compound. It's a compound out of a, out of Osama's compound on on, on the mountain with like right. with a personal chef. Right. They have the shelter in place sign. Right. It's like the t- nerd- tell someone <laughs> living in the projects. <laughs> yeah. Shelter exactly. in place. Anyway. <laughs> We got to get our Bay Area stuff into every episode. Yeah, that's a Bay. That's that. That's Bay life. Um, okay, so that's what net zero, zero some game. Net zero means the core, the carbon border tax. Noah, basically, is something that a lot of people that Biden appointed support and want to get passed. It means that companies that are importing goods into the U.S. they have to pay environmental regulations like they would as if they were making goods in the U.S. So if Oof. Chinese companies are importing, like my tape, like tape for example, Oof. you know, or pest repellers, for example, then they would have to pay an import tax, an environmental import tax, basically. Okay, I mean, I would pay it, but this makes it so that it's there's no advantage to not making things in the U.S. Because right now, if you don't make it in the U.S. and you import it, you don't have to pay any environmental regulations. Okay, I like that because yeah. yeah, that makes sense for two reasons. One is the the money that would go to the environment. The other one is maybe more stuff would be made here, right? And less. And oh, we would but, stop but giving also, money to China, but which also just shits on the earth. Importing takes up a lot of a lot of fuel, right? right exactly. It's, all, it's also okay, more efficient. Make, it makes sense to me. Okay, it makes a lot of sense, right? So that's something that his cabinet supports, but he, the White House, has not commented on yet. Yet, but his cabinet seems to be very into that one, carbon border tax. I think it's because okay. he's he's trying to get. I'm I'm gonna get. What's to, the deal? Has he? Pushed I'm gonna get it to the deal. The deal. The Build Back Better is his big bill. That is what he is focused on. He. I don't think he wants to like fuck muddy up the waters Wait, okay. with anything else besides so, that. All right. So it seems like he again. It seems like he has he has all these ideas for climate. Only he not not have him, they really. been have they been finished? Like right, has he gotten them across done? the finish line? I need a man who's a doer. Doer. Okay. Is he a doer? Or is the R and D budget one seems like it's gonna happen. Okay, they're they're just finishing just say up the, the science budget. budget. The, R&D. the science, the R and D budget, the science budget. Okay, he he did rejoin the Paris Accords. That's something that he actually did do. Okay, but okay. carbon border tax, something this, that his advisors support, but has never been supported publicly by the White House. Okay, so that seems like so that not only not, not only his cabinet, congressional Democrats have per- put forth a proposal for this tax. Here's a problem that he's that Biden says is that one of the things he ran on was that Americans who make less than four hundred thousand dollars, which is basically everyone a year, <laughs> yeah. basically everyone will not have to pay more taxes. So for some reason, oh, because if you put a carbon border tax on the goods, will goods go from China will be more expensive. Okay, but then they're not going to buy the less stuffed animals. <laughs> Right. Buy less shit. They're they're bullshit items anyway. Right. But I mean that's that's his uh well, how do you say? If my gamer headset that we're about to yeah. go buy that I'm fucking psyched about, Turtle Beach gamer headset, mm-hmm. if that cost ten dollars more because it was going to the environment, I would I get to be honest with you, I wouldn't care at all. <laughs> do you even sometimes you know what's really interesting? Sometimes when I have an item I really want, yeah. you really don't look at the price. No, no. 
You don't you care sell the about si- the price. It's the sizzle. The sizz is there. It's the sizzle. We, it's never the price. can sell anything to us. I can get sold on anything. Sure, just mail marketing. Yeah. Mail marketing, big letters. Turtle Beach explosions. Set, like, I see people playing Halo having a good time. I don't actually care what it costs. Right. So, some of the things that Biden is saying, it's tough because at one point he wants, he wants to run on climate and another, he doesn't, he wants everyone to not pay more taxes. So, it, it conflicts. You see the conflict there. I see the I see the conflict there. He has said before that doing things for the environment can disproportionately affect people at the lower end of the economic of at the economic scale. Why? 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 It can just that's that? the way that's the way economics works with everything with COVID. It's that the people at the bottom. If you're making less, you just get affected by shit more. You mean it doesn't matter what it is. If you're sheltering, if you're if you're sheltering, like no, those, the, home those, twenty million dollar house people is not that bad. Literally, don't live on the same planet that we do. That person in that twenty million dollar house. Right, but he does have a sign outside telling people what to, to do. Sh- he does have a sign outside, right? Right. He should have I want to piss taxes. on it. Right. I want to piss on his sign. <laughs> Fuck your sign. <laughs> Wait. So, okay. So, it sounds like... So, he's got a bunch of ideas, but what would you rate what him? What has he done? Let's get to what has he done. Okay. I want a doer. I like doers. Just build back better. That's the $1.7 trillion bill that has passed the House and is split dead even in the Senate right now. Why is that? Is because the senator, Joe Manchin, from West Virginia, is the only holdout from passing this bill. And Biden really wants to get this bill passed because inside of this bill, there's $555 billion of climate incentives in there. So tax incentives for producers of wind, solar, nuclear power. It's intended to encourage the movement away from coal to more sustainable energy sources. Okay, so it's something and some shit's in there. Tons of shit is in there. Okay, okay, and he's trying to get it passed, but he can't. Right. Well, one of his promises was to cut greenhouse gas emissions in half this decade. And the best way to do it is to pass this $1.7 trillion bill, which will get him, analysts say, will get him halfway to that goal about cut, of cutting emissions in half. That's how much it helps the energy sector? That's the, how much it would the, help. like, clean energy sector? Yeah. Okay. We don't need to get into how it helps, but it just helps it. Okay, so what is the deal with that? That's the bill. Basically, we need, that's the deal, is that it has passed the House, right? But it's stuck in the Senate because of the senator from West Virginia. Thank you. What's Thank it, you. Why is he stuck? His gripe with it is that West Virginia, coal, right? Oh, um, yeah. That's his gripe with it, is that it will take away a lot of jobs from coal. Thanks, oh, Joe. Oh, man. Tough one. Okay. Okay. So, what would you out of a report card? It's, it's literally what would you split. So what would you grade? The him? thing is that if the Democrats lose seats in the Senate, which they're probably going to do, then it's never going to happen because good. You need a majority, and every Republican has voted against it in the Senate. Okay. So, at what would you grade him? At A, B, C, D, or F? What would I grade I'll him? I'll tell you what I'll grade him. One more quote before I grade him. John Podesta, a former senior counselor to President Barack Obama about climate policy, said if, if he cannot pull us off, then the country has failed the climate test. This is it. It's basically this bill. We need to pass this bill. If we don't pass this bill, then, then we'll never, ever... If he passes the bill, it would be tons of momentum for other things, too. But if we don't pass the bill, then in 50 years, when we finally pass the bill, we're just too fucked. We, anyway. need, we need a fucking someone to just get in there. We need Shackleton. We need Shackleton we to need convince. the climate we need, Shackleton. We need, we need to convince, cajole, you know? We he need to give to him the treatment. the West Virginia dude and say, we're going to eat you if you don't like... We'll eat you. Yeah. Your arms. Okay, so what would you, what would you grade him? I, I'd give him a... I, I'd give him a C plus, C plus. Okay. I'll, plus. Tell you, I'll tell you what my no, grade No, don't is. do it. Don't say... D. Yeah. 
Yeah, my grade is a D or an F. That's not no, because that's, he I don't hasn't done that. anything. No, he has done. He has done lots of stuff. He appointed lots of people to the cabinet. He canceled Keystone Pipeline. He paused new leases for oil and gas. He he's going with the car manufacturers where they have to cut their emissions by 2030 or sell a certain amount of energy efficient cars. He amped that up from Obama, right? He saved a couple of different national parks, right? The one off the top of my head is Grand Staircase in Utah. Um, there's two other ones. And he's increased okay. the budget, right? And right. fucking but shit. I, Adam, have watched House of Cards. Yeah, House of Cards. And so one thing I know is yeah. that when someone isn't voting your way, yeah. right? What do you do? You need to fucking Throw them in front of the train. go down there and fucking right? get it done. Joe, yeah. go down there and fucking get it done somehow, We need to have right? some Joe on Joe shit going on. We need on to right have now. some fucking what's gonna, Joe on Joe. Know, how miserable can we make this dude's life before he votes for it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Shackleton. Shock him. Go down right. there and fucking shack the dude from West Virginia until he votes for it. What's it going to take? Anyway, so right. it's, it's basically, you got it. It basically depends on this bill. Yeah, It's not that inspiring, though, what's happened. No, but it's not all his fault. I mean, he it's needs, definitely not he his fault. It, it's not, he's not a dictator, right? He needs no, it's the definitely support not of the fault. Senate. It's definitely not his fault. But isn't the job of the president to be like, to be able to convince. To be a doer, to be, to be a doer, to be able to push things through bureaucracy. Well, he's had so much experience. You think he'd have so much, he has so many connections, you know, in there. So I scratch your back, you scratch mine. But my the, back is located on my cock. Like, this dude from West Virginia is like, I've gotten way more Instagram followers by not voting for the bill. Exactly. This this dude has been like, guess what? I'm the only holdout. I've been awesome. People think I'm awesome. People think I'm awesome. I got way People more think followers. I'm, fucking I'm definitely amazing. getting reelected. This is great. Yeah, I'm totally getting reelected. Exactly. Great. We're stuck in bureaucracy. So really great ideas. The execution has been lacking. I'd say. He should fucking go down there and and Frank <laughs> Underwood him. Frank Underwood him. Be like, I will kill you if you don't vote for it. It's fine. <laughs> don't vote for it. You'll die. <laughs> you know, go down there and fucking Frank him. We're going to take one more musical break, and after that, it's time for the open kimono. You can walk through. It's fine. You can walk through a podcast. There's a woman in the podcast studio. Walk through the studio. Walk through the studio. Hey, I just want to say, I just learned what NFTs are. What are they? I, I can't even explain it. It's the dumbest shit. It's it's basically like selling. If I if I if I burped on the on the on this podcast, I could sell like the seconds of my burp as the original copy of it. What does that mean? It's I don't for, understand what you that know what means. it is. Yeah. It's for really rich, famous people to sell things to really rich non-famous people i don't understand what it means i don't get it either but basically we'll try to explain it then uh, <laughs> I, I can't make that your open kimono okay hold on <laughs> no what are nfts <laughs> okay an, an, an nft non-fungible t i don't ask me titty. i don't know um it's like let's say that i made a song Right. Oh, this podcast. We want to sell the NFT to the podcast. Someone could buy this podcast, and although we would keep distributing it, they would say they had the original copy. And the example of why that matters. What's the value of that, though? Okay. The example of why that matters is that although, let's say, Ansel Adams takes a photograph. Yeah. Right. This is from a good dude on the Ringer Podcast Network. Plain English is a good podcast. He. So let's say that Ansel Adams takes a photograph. Yep. Okay. Although I could literally download the JPEG. There, people do value that original photo from her higher, although it's exactly the same as a, as a downloaded photo. 
But people would want the original. What 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 is that even? What is the original? That's my thing. What is the and that's original? what an NFT is? It's a way to make something that has no originality original. What is what is the original photo? If, do, do you know why it makes no sense to you? Yeah, because it's dumb. That's why it makes no sense. Seriously, to you. tell me. So the original would be the first time he uploaded it to iPhoto. <laughs> Ansel Adams. Is it a he or she? Ansel Adams. I don't care. The first time that organism known as Ansel Adams uploaded it to iPhoto, there is a drop it would tonight. be it would be that it would be that first JPEG. Yes. That's it. You could buy that first JPEG and say, I and if you're super rich, one thing you can do besides putting signs out telling other people to do in front of your mansion is that you can say, I have the original photo. How of this uh, thing? How would you get it though? I'm just how would you, you get it though? You get a record of That's it using understand. blockchain technology. But there is no ori- original. Okay, just is just, it the one on keep, his no, camera, Ansel dude, or hers dude, camera, dude, Ansel's? Dude. I'm just telling you that you can sell the original of digital stuff now. Okay, and what I'm thinking this is, is that this dude, this dude from West Virginia yep. is just selling the NFTs of his vote. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Elvin Kimono where we freely talk and discuss our final thoughts on the topic and leave nothing to the imagination. Noah, go ahead. Okay, by the way, write us feedback if you think I just completely bungled what an NFT is. Um, look, although my 2020 and my 2021. When I was doing research, I had trouble discerning the both years because they were both exactly the same for me. I just nothing really happened. But this great podcast did happen. Um, here's what there were some great science things that happened. Okay, again, I'm gonna summarize mine. The world's first malaria vaccine. If you don't take anything away from this podcast, take away that it was developed, but the World Health Organization backed it, and that is like we're ready to go on the world's first malaria vaccine. The who? I'm just gonna end there. WHO? Okay, there might be life on it on 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 enchilada. Okay, based on the methane produ- production and the Perseverance rover on Mars is doing sick shit, collecting sick samples. Yeah. Talk about Joe. Summarize Joe. Uh, my open kimono is that Joe has a lot of good ideas and he's actually done some concrete things to start this giant train, this climate train that we need moving down the tracks, right? To get the train yeah, started. Yeah, the problem is that we needed, to, the- we needed to have been like halfway down. This is my open kimono, you piece of shit. Right. Don't you ever talk in my open kimono again. Right, right, okay? right. It takes a lot of work to get this train started and we he's the guy that's starting the train. Now, the execution has been a little lacking, but if we do pass this bill, we somehow figure out how to push Joe, like get Joe Manchin. You know, what does he need? Does he need Does he need twenty million dollars in Mill Valley to have a really cool house and a hot tub? You know, does he need twenty virgins? Like, what is What does he need? Right. Hey, to Joe, figure out if we pass the bill, it'd be amazing. Hey, yeah. Joe, it's a called Netflix original. Okay, one of the first ones. It's called Frank fucking Underwood House Joe, of Cards. If you're listening, Joe Joe Biden, please watch House of Cards. Or read Endurance Shackleton and see how he deals with insubordination. Uh, links. One link that's really great because you were mentioning the malaria vaccine is GiveWell. GiveWell is a really cool website where they do a ton of research into how donations can be super effective. And you can donate to these funds or these projects where there's really expert level people going to disperse your money. So one of the things that they champion on the site is buying the simplest thing of buying mosquito nets for children in Africa. Your money can save a lot of lives just from doing that. Just if you donate a hundred dollars, it could save, and you can see the stats on it. It could save, you know, two or three lives just from buying mosquito nets. So that that's really cool. Givewell.com. Check that out. Do you have any links? That's a good one. No links. Okay. Shout out to Sarah and her boyfriends. We need the bear link. At yeah. some point, we'll give you the bear link. We need Sarah's boyfriend to go to West Virginia and make shit happen. Basically. Right. Yeah. Thanks, Sarah's boyfriend. Um, you can find us at dudenature.com. You don't even need the pod anymore. Dudenature.com. That's where we are. If we ask you one thing from this episode, if you've listened to a bunch of episodes, you like us, this is your first time listening, whatever. What we could really use is some feedback 
on dunature.com. You'll see the form right there. Tell us what things you like. Tell us something you're into or tell us what we completely got wrong and we should do more research on. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a great start to your 2022 and we love you guys. We'll see you again. Bye.